When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. I can hear Rhodes didn't mute his uh, computer in the background. No, it, yeah, it just popped on. Oh boy, okay. uh, we're we're still we're still in the countdown on Rumble. So <laughs> yeah, it, it hadn't even popped up yet on Rumble for me. So uh, yeah, I'm I, refreshing I, to make sure that it's actually uh, working right. It actually showed the last seven seconds of the countdown this morning. Oh, it did so. So maybe it's maybe it's improving there. See on my Hopefully, end, maybe on my end is still the uh, the background. And oh, there we go now. Now it's live. Now it's live. There we go. So, Rumble, you got to fix that a little bit. But hey, we're here. It is Thursday. This is the last stream of the week because tomorrow we have our member live stream at this time. And that reminds me also as well. Um, Locals is now set up. If you're watching on Rumble, uh, you can click the join button. We'll actually remind people later on because uh, if you become a monthly supporter, you can actually join in on that stream here uh, with the other members from across our other platforms as well. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Rhodes is here. What's going on? Good morning, Mr. Matrix, and good morning, chat, and good morning to anybody that will listen on the podcast in the future. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, people are leaving us five-star reviews on Apple Pod. Yeah, we yeah. hit 400 yesterday, right? We hit 400 subs. I noticed we've got 12 new Apple Podcast reviews, so that's awesome. Black and White Network, uh, Black and White Nation. B dub nation. There might be a shirt coming that says something like that. Yeah, we need some new merch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got I've got my eyes on like three or four designs that I'm tossing around that that I may try to roll out in the next. I don't know. It'd probably be easier if I work on it on my actual day off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, yeah, it's NFL draft day. It is my favorite sports week of the year outside of NFL playoff divisional weekend. Yeah, Rhodes absolutely loves the draft. He I goes love the crazy for the draft. I, I love the draft, and uh, in honor of the NFL draft, very quickly this morning, we can revisit one of the greatest skits in the history of sports. Todd McShay and Mel Kiper. Frank Jr. Caliendo. Todd, let's as start with you. Factor fiction. Jarvis Jr. Jones is a top ten pick. I'm gonna go fiction here. Listen, I, I love his production like everybody does, but I wonder about the scheme fit. When he's six foot two, he's 248 pounds. Why is Mel disagreeing? He's six foot two. He's 248 pounds. You look at him as a player. He can come off the edge. Todd, he does some Todd, certain Todd, things. Todd, 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 Todd. Take a look at his production. The SEC is an outside linebacker playing through an injury two successive years. 
putting up incredible numbers, tremendous motor, can beat you a variety of ways. I think this is a guy to me, Todd, deserves to be a top 10 pick. Well, there you have it. Two of the best football guys <laughs> in the business. Somehow they can't agree on anything. Oh, so good. Yeah. And you and know you what's crazy? You, you know what? Caliendo's so funny. Kuiper may be his weakest impersonation. And it's he, really good. It's good. The Madden impersonation is spot on. Have you seen the extended cut of that? I don't think they, so. They did one where it goes on for like three minutes, and they go back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden, Todd's talking, and Kuiper comes creeping up behind him like this out of nowhere. It's Frank Caliendo as Mel Kuiper, and then he's like, he gets in his ear, and he's like, Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> it's hilarious, oh, man. man. That is that's, hilarious. That's back in the good old non woke, non political days of ESPN. ESPN, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Caliendo's been on ESPN. He's not with them anymore. Yeah. He's not with them anymore. I think he might still be with Fox, but, um, you know, it's, I believe Frank, Frank is a conservative, actually. Um, so I don't know if that had to do with any reasons why he's no longer with ESPN or what, or what mm. happened there. But, um, yeah, he still tours and stuff though, and does stand up and all that. Okay. Good, you know, good. uh, people are starting to come in over here on Rumble, but, uh, Patel Ron is in the chat says, good morning, uh, Rose and John, um, Heard about Jerry Springer. Yeah, we were actually going to talk about that because uh, that news actually just dropped uh, probably about 15 minutes before we actually went live. I guess we can just go ahead and talk about uh, that right now. Yeah. Uh, right here on TMZ, Jerry Springer dead at 79. To you young kids out there that were that are watching this right now, I'm I'm talking about like you 20 years old, 20 year old people. Jerry Springer was huge, absolutely huge in the 1990s and 2000. I, I didn't know anybody that didn't watch his uh, talk show. It was I, crazier than hell. I remember, I actually remember Jerry Springer when it was more mainstream, like a Donahue or something like that. And yep. then when the people on his show lost their minds, that show just blew up like no other show I ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, there was a time when he was considered the most controversial talk show host in the world. And, yep. um, you know, it's kind of weird. But, uh, when we talk about Jerry Springer, it's, uh, he was sort of ahead of his time. Definitely. Because, you know, he would have people on his show with these real controversial issues. For example, he might have a grown ass man on his show that dressed up as a girl. Yeah. I was about to say, man, the issues he was dealing with now. I mean, people thought it was funny back then. It's really happening now in real life. <laughs> they thought, they thought it was weird, twisted, controversial. Oh my God. That's gross. That's sick. That's why people watched. And now it's the very things that are trying to be normalized in our society. Yeah. We they are the especially I mean the the media and the and the left is literally trying to normalize 
Jerry Springer, Jerry Springer's world in real life. Like, like yeah. we're all supposed to just look the other way and be okay with, with entities he would have on his show that people were like, oh my God, this is effed up. You know, this is twisted. This is gross. And here we are with uh, a grown man dressed up as a girl promoting your beer. Yeah. Or, or formerly people's beer. He would this have, is real life. He would have guests on there where it'll be like the the husband would bring his wife on the show. And then he would come out and admit, hey, I'm sleeping with your best friend. And then there would be a fight on the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was nuts. <laughs> But everybody had their eyes glued to the TV to watch and see because the fights were just legendary. And Steve Wilkos' show is still going on right now. Remember, Steve Wilkos was security on the Jerry Springer show, and now he has his own show. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was so popular, the the bodyguard, the bouncer on the show... (laughs) Has a show that has been going on. Steve's show has been going on for what, like ten or fifteen years? Uh, yeah, now? it's been it's been a while. It's been on for a while. I actually watched I watched uh, Steve Wilco's show probably about three weeks ago, and then Jerry Springer's um, show came on um, a few minutes afterwards. I was just sitting here, sort of uh, going through the biography, and I was trying to see if I could find the ratings on. Springer show, but because the ratings had they to had be, to be massive, man. They had to be yeah. um, absolutely nuts. I mean, but, but he was also a politician. He was the mayor of a um, a city Cincinnati, in Ohio, Cincinnati, right? I think it was Cincinnati, wasn't it? Um, um, actually, um, yes, I think it says it right here in this article here. He became, yeah, he was he was um, elected to Cincinnati City Council in 1971 and became the mayor in 77. That was the year I was born in 77. But um, this is what he died of. He actually had pancreatic cancer. So right here, where's it at? I know I just saw it here. Yeah, a um, family spokesperson says Jerry was battling a brief illness. And TMZ sources tell us that it was pancreatic cancer that was first diagnosed a few months ago. And this wow. week he's, he took a turn for the worse. Uh, the spokesperson said he died Thursday morning peacefully at his home in the Chicago area. I, it's hard for me to imagine that Jerry Springer being a politician because I only know him from the show. Right. He, he right. didn't come off as very politician-like. <laughs> On the um, on the show, this is um, this is what it says about his ratings, because for a while he was the king of day daytime uh, talk television. In ninety seven and ninety eight, the show reached its ratings peak at one point, becoming the first talk show in years that beat the Oprah Winfrey Show. Yeah, Oprah ratings. was Oprah still big. Oprah was really big in the nineties. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty crazy because anybody going up against Oprah was sure to just fall up, fall short. Uh, a follow up to that or a piece of that little snippet I was reading said that at one point in one week of his show, they had 
I think it said up to 12 fights in one five-day stretch wow. <laughs> on his show. <laughs> 12 throwdowns uh, on his show, generally over somebody sleeping with somebody else's old lady. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he would, have like, uh, he would have like weird weddings on his show, too. It, it, it would just be completely off the walls. I mean, like really, really off the walls. But, um, man, rest in peace, Jerry Springer, man. 79 years old, talk show legend, man. Uh, Patel Ron six in the chat says it was hard to find. It was hard to see Jesse Ventura and Schwarzenegger as governor, I guess, far as people like being in politics, but we kind of always knew that Arnold was going to go into politics. He always had aspirations to be in politics and be governor. Um, yeah. that he talked w- about that he, back in the Mr. Olympia days. I he wish he actually would have stuck politics. to acting. I, I wish he would have I wish he would have stuck that thing. But I'm, of course, I'm not in California. Uh, right. Arnold identifies as a conservative, and all the people out there saying saying he was governing like a liberal. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and one of the reasons why he won is because California man star power. When he actually yeah. um, ran for governor, man his his profile was so high, and it was it was actually a. Um, a recall election. That's what got him elected. And people just see Arnold, man, everybody loves Arnold and they, they voted for him. So yeah, he won as a Republican out there. Yeah. He's, he's still a Republican. <laughs> he actually uh, slammed, um, who was CN- he actually slammed, I believe CNN the other day for putting out uh fake news about him or something, something like that. Well, he supposedly got out in his neighborhood and he was filling potholes because the local the county city wouldn't do it. do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And he came out and he slammed wild. him. And, and you know the reason why he actually became a um, a Republican and, and conservative, right? No, I don't. Because he, when he came to America in the 60s, he saw, heard all these uh, liberal Democrats. He said, man, they sound too much like the socialists over there in Austria. I ain't one of them. I'm a Republican. That's what he said. He said that would sound like socialists. He liked he likes uh, cigars, women, guns. He likes a lot of women. Man. Yeah, <laughs> women. Yeah. Arnold, he's a bit time womanizer, man. <laughs> we know that. But uh, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, thanks to everybody over here on Rumble. Uh, thanks for joining in. Now that we got more people here, on our rumble you guys can see the join button there uh you can follow us on um locals now that's been set up um it's free if you want but if you are want to be a um a monthly supporter you get access to the member live streams uh that we have every friday here at 10 a.m central standard time um we do got a um a person that's already paid over there uh right now and we appreciate that 
because we're nice. trying to uh, fight back against the um, the censorship. Uh, so we appreciate that. And we passed 900 followers, man. We are really, really growing on Rumble. We're up to we 919 were- followers. We literally added like 100 followers in two days. Yeah. Something so like that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's real good. Yeah. The live streams so, are definitely. Um, it's where it's at over here, I think. Yeah. Uh, Patel you know? Ron said, put the link in the chat. Uh, you don't see it. Uh, it's right. Let me see here. It should be. I, I don't know how. Which I'll put, link? It, I'll put it in chat. Talking about to, to locals. Oh, I've got it right here. Hold on. I got, I, I got it right here. I got it. I can put it in. Um, all right. Follow us on locals. Because I don't know, it, depending on how you're actually watching. I, oh, Rhodes already did it. So, yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I put the exclamation point in there. Yeah. Hold Cause on. Because I'm not sure if anybody can see it on. Um, I don't know. If, if they're just on their phone. Just like the Rumble Rants, people can't see it. But, um. Oh, it yeah. didn't post it as a link anyway, but it does give you the address, so you can just put it in your address bar. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Black and white network uh, dot locals dot com. Pretty simple. Okay, um, I guess we got to go ahead and talk about Tucker, right? Yeah, Tucker spoke. He Tucker. has spoken. Tucker Carlson has broken his silence. Um. What he said, um, it was a two-minute clip. It was pretty vague. I, I believe that he can only say so much right now because um, he's still under contract with uh, Fox. They're still paying him. So he's being extremely vague here. But he has now uh, spoken. So right here on um, Post-Millennial, breaking and actually, it's not really breaking. It was actually yesterday. I just never refreshed the screen since yesterday. Uh, Tucker Carlson breaks silence after leaving Fox News. Have you heard him already, Rhodes? I have not. I have okay. not. You know me. I like to wait till we're live okay. so I can do well, an honest, honest um, reaction. blind reaction yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Rhodes, every time he uh, makes a reaction for the entertainment channel, it's always fresh for the most part. It's cold. I it's go cold. cold. Every one of them's cold. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and play this here. Hopefully, there's not an ad that's going to play. Um, it may actually. Okay. They got I us. guess no, that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for the ad to. Um... They got us. Uh, at, le- at least it's not the... making any sound right now. I mean, four, <laughs> it's four only signs tw- <laughs> the jab gave you parasites. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I like post millennial though. They put they they got some gonna get work over here. But two, one, zero. Ah, uh, second ad. But oh they got us. Yeah, they, they got, got us, us again. again. <laughs> no uh, good rap fine. rap bastards. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to keep got, you on the edge of your seats. Well, they gotta pay the bills too. So Yeah, that's true. I don't blame them. Yeah. But I'm uh, not, here, I'm not here, trying we, to here hate we go. Them. Here we go. Let me go back here. And I'll make this full screen. And here is Tucker. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how 
unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. So <laughs> that is Tucker right there. It, it seems like kind of like a shot at Fox News a bit, right? Oh, absolutely. But the one thing that, that stands out, I will say, and He talks is, about the Uniparty, too. It seems awful lot like an opening monologue. Did it not? Yeah. An op an opening monologue to one of Tucker's shows, which makes me feel good, frankly. Right? Um, it does sound comes, like an opening monologue. It, it, it sounds like an opening monologue. It, it makes you sort of excited for what's to come, and something will come out of this, I assure you. Um, yesterday, we started hearing rumors flat out the uh, owner of OAN came out and said he'd give Tucker $25 million. Didn't you say Newsmats made an offer to? To come, yeah, I don't know what the monetary amount was, but uh, OAN did, the owner did state that, that he, he thought Tucker, he could, might give Tucker or could give Tucker $25 million, uh, to come over to their, their network. Now, whether or not he would do that, I don't know. I think he would um, – it's possible that he has a non-compete. Yeah, he and probably does. I, I learned last night – uh, I, I watched Glenn Beck's show. He had Bill O'Reilly on. They were talking about this, and they were talking uh, – O'Reilly brought up the, the non-compete. And, however, O'Reilly said this. He said no. He couldn't go to CNN. He couldn't go to MSNBC, nor would he want to. He couldn't. He couldn't go to ABC or, or CBS or any of these actual broadcasting network channels. He has to do his own but, thing. But what a non-compete will not prevent him from doing is anything electronic. Okay, 
It does not cover anything electronic. Mm. He can create his own network, rumble. podcast, rumble, etc. Exactly. I got a feeling that um, I got a feeling that if he actually had his own show on YouTube, I think YouTube would try to try to shut ban him it. down. Yep. I mean, Megan Kelly's is not. I mean, she's got her own show on YouTube, but let's just be honest. Tucker's bringing it a lot harder than Megan these oh, days. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, not that she won't wade into controversial issues. Yeah, she will. But Tucker is going to go down the January sixth road, right? And 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 now, Bill O'Reilly says that. He believes that Tucker was not let go over the religious thing and Rupert Murdoch. Uh, Dan Dan Bongino said the same thing. He does not. Yeah, think it just seemed did it. if that was the thing, I, I would say that was really really petty right there, based off what he said. If that was true, um, I know Glenn Beck, and I've actually got the clip, and we can play it. Um, I think fact, the J six tapes played a factor. I'm pretty well, sure Rupert Murdoch probably didn't like that. It's posing Bill lies. Bill O'Reilly said that there are multiple lawsuits lining up there that Tucker's about to get hit with. And that Fox News wanted to sever the relationship because Ray Epps is about to sue Tucker Carlson for all the you've you've seen the things he said about Ray Epps during his show, this and that and the other. And Fox Fox News was wanting to put distance between themselves and set what he called several impending lawsuits well, heading I'm, Tucker Carlson. I'm going to say this, man, since we're not on YouTube about Ray Epps. The man is on tape the day before video out there saying we need to go into the Capitol. And the whole crowd's like, no, no, we ain't doing that. He's on video whispering into somebody's ear and then the next second that person is pushing down a barricade who who is he yeah that's is that's that's, that's not, all I'm Tucker. Not saying, i'm not saying he's a fed but the man was the first person to say we need to go into capital that's all tucker has asked is who is the guy you know yeah. and what was his significance why was he there why was he saying the things he was saying? That's it. And look, lawsuits are the easy way to try to squash free speech. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah. But did, uh, that, did uh, that J6 uh, committee ever, ever try to bring him up and speak about it? Ray Epps, they, yeah. they, su they supposedly talked to him. I don't know. Oh, but not for the public to see. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Okay, what? Okay. No. What? Okay. No. Got it. Heaven, heaven to Beps, Betsy. <laughs> negative ghost <laughs> Negative ghost writer. Uh, of course they didn't. And uh, but and I don't know. He he brought up uh, other lawsuits as well. Uh, but he seems to think O'Reilly does. And and now O'Reilly is saying that's coming from people inside of Fox that he's talked to. Uh, this is what Glenn Beck had to say in, in regards to the God story. He does think that Tucker's God speech played a role in this, actually. He gave a speech 
last week, last Friday. And Friday apparently is the night that they made the decision. And he gave a speech for the 50th anniversary of the Heritage Foundation. And he said this. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. I'm serious, like why not? And I'm saying that to you, not as some kind of evangelist, I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian. The Samaritans of our time. Oh, it froze up a little bit. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. Okay, now let me give you some context on this. He was talking about the difference of good and evil and, you know, marshalling, you know, facts to fight things like CRT and uh, DEI, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Rupert's son, Rupert Murdoch's son, uh, is the one that made the decision to fire Carlson along with Suzanne Scott. This is this is something that bothers Rupert deeply, deeply bothers him uh i was told not to use the word god on the air anymore and i was like wow um okay and they're like uh you know you gotta stop using it and three months go by and he comes back and he says do you know how many times did you do you not remember when i said don't talk about god all the time and i said yes and he said um do you know how many times you've said god on the air since that, I looked at him and I kind of laughed and I said, you counted? And he said, I can't remember the number, but it was like 91 times. I'm like, huh? Now stop it. Okay, well, I didn't. But that really bothered them. That really bothered them. Rupert doesn't like that. There was a, a dinner um, uh, with Rupert. That's crazy as hell. Let me That's just throw crazy. that in. Rupert and his ex-fiance, a couple of months ago, Carlson was at the dinner. This is according to a source, and, you know, this is Vanity Fair, so what do you know? Um, They they reported that Murdoch and Smith called off their two-week engagement because Smith had told Tucker Carlson he was a messenger from God. Murdoch had seen Carlson and Smith discuss religion firsthand. In March, Carlson had dinner at Murdoch's Bel Air Vineyard with Murdoch and Smith, according to the source. During dinner, Smith pulled out a Bible and started reading passages from the book of Exodus. Rupert just stood there and stared, said the source. A few days after the dinner, Murdoch and Smith called off the wedding. By taking Carlson off the air, Murdoch is also taking away his ex's favorite show. Wow, man! Does, does <laughs> if this is true, man? Does Rupert not understand that in the pledge of allegiance it mentions God? 
Now, <laughs> to you communists out there and to you socialists out there, God is in that. And they're talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, because the foundation of this country, whether you like it or not, you Marxist. Right. It's because the foundation is based off of Judeo-Christian values, whether you like it or not. This country's built on faith. Yes. Absolutely. Whether anybody likes it or not, it's built on faith. And I'm just going to come out and say it. People are eventually going to fight for that faith. It should be noted. I said it yesterday, man. Uh, I mean, if you allow uh, them to end religion in this country, because make no mistake about it, the left, they want to end religion. They were trying to keep people out of their churches during the Wuhan virus. They wanted to destroy your religion. If you let them do it, this is how you end up with a communist state. Destroying religion, destroying families. It's interesting that you brought that up, too, because... You know, we just discussed the other day how the 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 numbers came out of of the believers versus the non-believers and how the non-believers took a massive rise all of a sudden. Yeah. And you're right. It it should not be lost on people that when they locked us down, they locked people out of their churches. They their house house houses of worship, they kept people from going, and you can't tell me that this was not at least one of the pleasant byproducts that leftists experienced out of lockdowns. Not to mention, in many places, many democratic states, lockdowns and mandates went on for God knows. How, how too far, how long, you know, especially versus yeah. Texas versus Florida or somewhere like that. Right. I mean, I was seeing videos uh, of places that were still wearing masks. Like it seemed like 18 months after we quit wearing masks in Texas. Dude, I was in HEB <laughs> the other day. I saw a woman double mass, double mass <laughs> here in April, 2023. Oh, so is the question now I've got to ask is Rupert Murdoch an atheist? Is he agnostic? What is, I don't know, circular? man. What is, what is his deal? And not only that, imagine the unmitigated lie that he is thrusting upon millions upon millions of Republicans and conservatives that have consumed his network all these years. Because I'm willing to bet you that the majority of the people that have ever watched Fox News and that consume it, certainly on a regular basis, are believers. Yeah. You know, the the ratings have taken a hit already at Fox. People are unsubscribing from Fox Nation. Oh yeah, yeah. They're done. They're done. Yeah, I, I I canceled ours. We had it. I canceled it. Yeah, Fox. You know? Fox is a part of the Uniparty. They're part of the Uniparty. They're on board with the Mitch McConnells, the John McCain's. That's what they're a part of. 
That's why I watch Newsmats. I was watching uh, Salcedo this morning, man. He got into it with somebody that called in on the phone. That's my guy. He doesn't back down. It's frightening. It's crazy what what kind of world we're living in right now. And the idea that he might have been triggered by a religious speech. Not given on Fox News airways, by the way. Yeah. Not. Not. You know, I mean, occasionally Tucker would bring up prayer or or God, but I mean, you know, it certainly wasn't to the point that anybody could have considered it to be, you know, off-putting. And the people that yeah. were watching Tucker are certainly not put off by it. That that's why I'm you know? glad I don't work for anybody. I can't imagine during the whole um, during the whole virus thing going back to work, and these companies have these uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, jobs or statements that they're putting those slogans. Uh, what did Phil Jackson say? Uh, what did he say? Um, they put slogans on the court or something like that. Yeah. I can't imagine going into work looking at that stuff. Now, I'm not saying that my old company did it. I don't, I don't know. But we know that a bunch of these companies out there had these diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, heads, fake jobs, because they want to promote cultural Marxism. <laughs> okay. Uh, we... Uh the other day we went to the mall for the first time in years, went to the mall, but went to the arcade and, and wanted cookies. You know how you go. Oh, yeah, you were great, telling me about that. Great American cookie company, this, that, and the other. But the first place we went before we got into the mall was our Dick sporting goods is attached to the mall. Okay. Yeah. So we went in through Dick sporting goods first. I wanted to buy a uh, B some, New, get him some new shoes. And while I'm there, I'm like, you know what? I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. So I walk in, I get ready to walk into the bathroom and I'm like, whoa, what's this sign? Big old sign on the Dick Sporting Goods bathroom. In no way do we accept any form of discrimination or racism on the workplace floor, blah, blah, blah. And it's got a, it's got this picture of all every imaginable ethnicity all like either hugged on each other or holding hands or on the bathroom door uh, on the bathroom door dude and i'm, I'm like thinking, what the fuck? i'm thinking i'm just thinking man i just want to take a piss and that's that's exact <laughs> look that's exactly what i was thinking john i i was like whoa i just wanted to drain the lizard here not that big a deal i didn't need to know about your diversity and inclusion statement as i'm trying to go to the bathroom i, mean, I was like whoa did it actually have men and women on the door or something it, it did it oh, did okay. yeah i mean it was yeah of of they wanted to make sure they ran the gamut of of every possible scenario you could have the only thing that was missing missing was a a drag queen and who knows i mean i'm sure they'll put a picture of one of them on there at some point just to cover all of their bases because after all these woke ass corporations like dick sporting goods are doing things like that but the moment they take one misstep the leftists will drag their asses to hell on twitter that's what's funny 
all these people are so woke. All these corporations are so woke. Even Steven Spielberg the other day, we talked about it. He's yeah. talking about uh, not canceling history. Well, look, motherfucker, you was one of the wokest sons of bitches ever just a year ago in Hollywood, but you're walking up to them at uh, at the Top Gun, some kind of celebration of Top Gun Maverick, thanking them for saving cinema. I, I mean, that, that film was yeah. not woke in the least, by the way. Yeah, it should be noted. And just uh, wait, just wait, Steven Spielberg. Wait till they wait, wait till you see what they do to your Indiana Jones when that comes out. He's seen it. Oh, he's he seen it. He he made comments on it yesterday. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't even trust his comments. Oh, absolutely no, not. No, because you remember, um, you remember, um, James Cameron came out and he had um talked about um how good terminator genesis was and then we found out he lied he was just trying to help out the production he thought right. it sucked and that movie was terrible yeah by the way it was woke fake suck to james cameron you should have been involved with that but anyway yeah uh well didn't he actually come out james cameron came out and make it made a comment that He's he looks back now and he's uncomfortable with how many guns were in his movie or some shit like that. I, I don't I don't uh, buy that. Or he the, the, he the man became a legend because of Terminator. The Terminator killed a lot of damn people. Aliens is nothing but uh, people holding machine guns blasting through yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the way, a lot of damn guns in the, in this new Avatar movie, and people love it. A lot of them, yeah, made a shit ton of money. You know it's what it a did? Made movie. a lot of money. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. It, it's it's finally, it's finally on demand. I know Melissa wants to see it. It's three hours long, which I'm like, oh, yeah, but it it kind of goes by. I like the first right. Avatar better, but this still a good. It's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, and as long as we're talking about evil, um. Hmm. Let me see. Ah, yes. Okay. Here we go. How about this, guys? This is from Yikes Clown World on Twitter. Somebody I follow on there who posts crazy leftists doing crazy ass leftist things. Now, now this is the people we're supposed to normalize. John, John, you're supposed to be accepting of everybody everybody and their belief set this is this is supposed to look completely normal to you right here i mean okay the shaved fangs you notice she's got literal shaved fangs. i guess she i guess i mean there's looks some, like a, yeah that's a woman that's yeah well i mean i don't know uh, there could be situations downstairs i don't want to know about <laughs> um well i mean you know <laughs> Yeah, let's, you're right. You're right, man. You're right. Let's um, uh, let's listen to Dracula talk here. Oh no! No 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 no! Silly! Oh no! No 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 no! Silly! You know what? We were just talking about Jerry Springer at the beginning of this show. This is the kind of person. That would have been on Jerry Springer in the 1990s. Yeah, I, I thought it might be good to have a new segment yeah, called like weird, 
weird leftist asshole of the day or something like that. Well, well, here we are. This is the first one. This is the first one of this uh, new small little segment that we can call um, bozos that don't deserve. uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Somebody posted, I think it was Tim Pool asking. And so this is a great place and people can put it in the chat. How do you feel the question that I think it was Tim Pool that asked, should somebody with mental health problems have a vote? Yes or no? Go, John. Oh, yeah, he did. He did bring that up. Based on the uh, the Constitution, that's not a criteria to keep a person from voting. So I'm not going to say that they should not vote. But uh, but also, you know, you don't even need that. Everybody has the right to vote in this country, you know, under certain stipulations, like you didn't go to prison or anything like that. Doesn't mean that they should vote, though. You know, like uninformed people really should not be voting. But would I actually stop them from voting? No, absolutely not. You have a right to vote. I agree. I agree. As cringe worthy worthy as that feels and sounds, I agree. Um even though left is saying that um, uh, voting rights are being restricted. No, you guys are out there doing illegal stuff in the 2020 election, violating your own election laws. And that stuff gets rolled back and they want to say, oh, it's voter suppression. They're taking away your rights. No, you guys cheated. You guys tried to gain the system. Right out here in Houston. This uh, this Marxist tried to have 24 hour drive through voting in Harris County illegally. And I believe he got away with it, too. That's illegal. Any changes to voting has to be done, done through the state legislature. They didn't do that. Universal mail in uh, voting illegal. He was doing it anyway. And they were actually cheating in um, 2022 20, midterms out here in Harris County. Funny how these um all of a sudden the machines weren't working like in um red areas. Yeah. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Harris County too, man. Right out here in Texas. It's a part of the plan. I, look, there's a lot of different forms of vote voting fraud. Cheating oh, somebody out of of being elected. And I can just tell you. Everything that was concocted that was new that came out of the Wuhan virus, bullshit. <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. That was the legal way to fuck Trump to tears. And we he, knew it. We knew it the, ahead of time. You and me yeah, talked about it back when the thing yeah. is, Rhodes, in Harris County, they didn't even need to do that. Harris County's really blue. They didn't even have to do that, but they did it anyway. Yeah, the de- Democrats, right. man, boy, we they some else. We knew, and I, you know, I was I was watching uh, Patrick Bet David the other day, and they were talking about uh, oh, it was the um, it was the Clay Travis Buck Sexton pod. And uh, they talked about the question was asked: Would Trump have won if there was no COVID? And it was like easily landslide. landslide. Honestly, if honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. 
right now, there is a reason why the Democrats will not hold a primary debate. They don't want anybody to see Joe Biden. Joe Biden made a video for his reelection bid. Why? Because the man can't speak. They're trying to hide this man. Honestly, Trump should, if it came to Biden and um, uh, Trump again, Trump should have a Ronald Reagan 1980 landslide. Right. But we right. know that's not going right. to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not saying that Trump ain't, can't win, but the landslide ain't going to happen. You know, I have not seen that that video of him announcing that he's going to run again. I, I know that made its, it's rounds. Terrible, I didn't, I didn't even terrible. watch it. I he, heard there was quite a bit of quite a few cuts in in the video. It, it, it was it was mainly an anti-Trump video. So he he's saying he wants people to vote for him in that video, basically because he's not Trump. He didn't talk about any of his accomplishments. Well, he doesn't have any. You know, it was all January sits that that kind of thing. That's it. <laughs> hey, WWG1WGAGTG. There, I said your screen name all the way across. <laughs> um, they threw in that the young young lady, man, it, uh, Blade victim, <laughs> the movie Blade, the vampire I just showed earlier. Yeah. Um, he said, he or she said, they need another jab. They need another booster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that's your that's your boosters at work, folks. Was that video? Uh, wow, that's funny. Yeah. Um, where funny. are we going next, Rhodes? Um, uh, wherever, we, man. I don't care. We can go ahead. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about Dwayne Wade, man. Oh shit! Dwayne Wade is he in the Hall of Fame yet, or is he going in this season? I I don't remember. I don't know. Exactly. Is is he done? Is he switched another kid a kid again? Is he? Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering: is yeah. he is he is he parading another kid around as a trophy? Is that well, what he's doing he, this time? Well, basically, man, he's um. You guys probably know his son is now identified as a um, as a girl now. How old is this kid? Fifteen, I think, something like that. Something like that. By the, the way, the mother, the biological mother, is highly opposed to that. By yeah, the way, yeah, but she has no say in it. So Dwayne Wade was actually able to go and get his son's um, uh, name and gender change. Okay. And you're probably wondering, Dwayne Wade, he doesn't live in Florida anymore. Now, he was a bit star out there with the Miami Heat. Wade County, all that other stuff. But guess what? He doesn't live in Florida. He doesn't live in Florida because um, he believes that Florida is not welcoming to him and his family. Hmm. Look at this. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Dwayne Wade lives in the People's Republic of California. Go figure. That's a good. That's a good place for him to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll kick here. Ex NBA star Dwayne Wade has a problem. 
with Florida for, quote, not accepting family, anti-LGBT agenda. And we know that Florida is not anti-LGBT. What Florida has in place is, hey, you cannot be teaching these things that the left is pushing in schools. That's it. Right. But right. So Wayne Wade has a problem with, you know, I guess he wants to groom kids. So in other words, he left because of Ron DeSantis. Bingo. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But he was actually on here with uh, Rachel Nichols here. And uh, (laughs) I guess um, I don't know if this person who tweeted this out was a fan of his or not, but he said if. If I um, never heard or saw Dwayne Wade again in my life, I'd be a happy man. This is what uh, Dwayne Wade told Rachel Nichols when he was asked this. What do you have to say to some of those state legislators who maybe have your jersey in their closets, who came and brought <laughs> their kids to your game to yeah. cheer for you? Um, well, you know, I think that's, that's, that's another reason why I don't live in this state. A lot of people don't know that. I have to make decisions for my family. Um, not just personal individual decisions. I mean, obviously the taxes is great. You know, having Wade County is great, but my family ain't, ain't, would not be accepted or feel comfortable there. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I don't live there. Yeah. Right there. So exactly how many Floridians are upset that Dwayne Wade is left and or leaving my guess would be very very few i I think i think he's been gone for a while but nobody's nobody i don't know how you could say his family isn't safe nobody's going to be attacking his kid because because um his kid wants to identify as a woman a girl we're not seeing that out there that's not what the law says either. That's yeah. not what. That's not what I, I the guess bill he's still, was that Ron I, DeSantis pushed through. Yeah, the, of course the left is saying don't say gay. That is not what the um, the bill says. It was the a bill, lie from the. That was a. That was a lot. Uh, that was a leftist lying narrative from the very beginning, and it still is. It still is. But now he's going along. Maybe he watches a bunch of MSNBC. Going along with their lies. I mean, I don't get how he can say his family is not safe in Florida. And guess what? He loves the uh, he loves the uh, no taxes. He loves all that other stuff. Yeah, he brought but, that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's I said bet, it. I bet you enjoyed no lockdowns either for for yeah. any length of time. Or I'm sure you also love the fact that many of the people that support Ron DeSantis now and Trump, by the way that lives in Florida paid your salary when you lived in Florida to play basketball and bought your Jersey, by the way, and your merch. You, you still spend your, are you going to give a portion, a percentage of your income back to the state of Florida since you don't want to be there since, since you feel like, uh, and again, nobody has publicly come out and said, Dwayne Wade or his family was not welcome in that state. That has that, not that, happened. No, it, it has not happened. Maybe he's That's upset not happened. that, um, that um, Miami-Dade now is a red county. Could be. Uh, Dwayne Wade in um, like three years, it'll be the 20th anniversary 
of the Miami Heat winning the NBA title with him and uh, Shaq, is he going to say, nah, I'm good, I ain't going? So, Dwayne Wade, we, we can take you and we can march you out in front of the voters down in Miami, and I will allow you to just stand out there and talk about why you're leaving, and you can stand face-to-face with the Cubans, the Cuban-Americans that are in Florida right now, and you can tell them because they voted for Ron DeSantis and President Donald Trump. That's yeah. what they did. Cuban-Americans voted in large part for conservative principles. You want to know why? Because they don't want this country to become like, guess what? Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> they actually experienced communism. They seem That's the right. <laughs> My gut feeling is they will be happy, especially some older Cubans will be happy to explain to you what true oppression in this day and time would actually yeah. look like. Guess what? Ted Just Cruz's wondered. father is from Cuba. He experienced communism firsthand. Guess what? Uh, he didn't like it. How much? How many um, baseball players have you heard from Cuba come over here? They defected. It's a ton of them. Jordan Alvarez, who plays for um, the Astros, was an MVP candidate last season. Defected from Cuba. Why? Communism sucks. And, and let's use let's use a, a term that uh, a more jarring term. They fled Cuba. Yeah. They fled Cuba. Yeah. Every time there's a World Baseball Classic, you're hearing about some uh, Cuban player defecting. They just this, don't show up and go back with the team. This is one of the more confusing mindsets, too. You see this as well with somebody else from around Miami, Dan Lebetard. Your family's from Cuba, but yet you go out there and you celebrate people like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick loves him some Fidel Castro. Sure does. You know who doesn't? Poppy. Yeah. I've heard him say it. Poppy is from Cuba. Poppy's so funny, too, man. <laughs> Poppy's, Poppy's great. Yeah. And back when Dan actually did journal, journalism, he was good. And when he talked about sports, he was good. But he does it now. It's all social bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But Dwayne Wade, man, doesn't like Miami anymore. What a slap in the face, man. Where well, he became a legend over there. Slap in the Miami. face to the very citizens that built your brand. Won three titles there in Miami. It's like, nah, I don't want to be there anymore. Because children are being protected from the left's agenda over there. Amazing. 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 Yeah. Not afraid to spend their money, though, that he made. Not afraid to spend that money. Nope. Nope. Give it back. Get, Gabrielle just, go Union. Ahead. Uh, Gabrielle Union, man, boy. Emasculated Dwayne Wade. So. Cut them right off, wearing them around his earrings, huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. She, she's literally 
driving a truck with a real pair, his pair hanging on the back of him. <laughs> yep. All right. What's Nets on deck, man? Um, you got something else sports related too, don't you? You got more than one? Won't we have FIFA or something like that? Yeah. FIFA EA, soccer and EA sports. EA sports. If it's in the game, it's in the game, right? Yeah. They got well, a tambourine playing agenda here. Apparently, guys, this is kind of crazy. I haven't played an EA Sports game in forever. But look at this. EA Sports teams teams up with multiple soccer leagues to produce anti-racist kits for FIFA 23. <laughs> what? That picture's going in the thumbnail, right? <laughs> I mean... They went full on, full on, wow, uh, Ta-Nehisi Colts, uh, uh, Ibram X. Kendi right here. Anti-racist kits? What is that? I, I what, don't even what's know. An, what, does it tell us what's in an anti-racist kit? Surely they break I that down we'll for us. I guess we'll find out. Let's, let's read this then. Okay. EA Sports and multiple soccer leagues have added special kits to FIFA 23 in fight to end racism and discrimination on and off the pitch. So they're saying that um, soccer is racist. I mean, they lost me right I, there. I, I, I guess, I guess let's, let's, let's keep going. I, I, I still don't know what they so. mean by special kits here, but um, no, I, I hope they tell us what is yeah. in this kit. Yeah. I want to know EA sports announced that they have, had uh, produced special in-game player kits for FIFA 23 that features uh, powerful messages about eradicating racism and discrimination in football on and off the pitch. Players unlock uh, these kits from completing certain objectives. SVP of brand Andrea Hoplin stated that EA Sports is committed to tackling toxicity not only in our games, but also uh, out on the pitch and beyond. We stand with our lead partners and aim to use our platform to spread the anti-racism message. Come on, bounding in the comments, these, these pop-ups, man. Anyway, where was that? In and out of our games, but also uh, out on the pitch. We stand with our lead partners and aim to use our platform to spread anti-racism message through gaming. Players across the globe can now access the latest uh, Best Spoke uh, kits in-game and showcase their support for this important cause. The move is also part of the Premier League's No Room for Racism Action Plan campaign with designer uh, Kinsley Nabechi and Nike. Of course, Nike, huh? Oh. Uh, collaborating on the kit design. And a stadium vanity with the NRFR message on display. The kit's design takes inspiration from tribal artwork uh, relating to ethnicities from around the world. Go ahead, Rhodes. Okay, so I, I, I take it, number one, by kit, they're talking about something as you're playing the game, you get to unlock this as a feature. Yeah. Is, is what I'm gathering. Uh, so, oh my goodness. 
I unlocked the anti-racism kid. I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Ended racism right here. It's over. It's a wrap, baby. Wow. Unbelievable. You know what this does for racism? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. This will not end people that... I'm not really a soccer fan, but racism on and off the pitch. So you're admitting you got racism in the game of soccer. How? I, I have no idea. Do we have examples of that? I mean, that, that, that's what you, I would like to, to uh, know. It does nothing. This is nothing more than a hollow virtue signaling campaign. That's all it is. Look at us. We're woke. Woohoo! Look at us. No racism. This will end racism in, in, in soccer. Number one, if there is racism, it's probably such a very small, minute percentage of anybody involved in watching and or consuming soccer. Yeah. Do you really believe they're gonna, the, the racist is going to go get his, his FIVA game? Oh, <laughs> oh, I, 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 uh, oh, wait, the power of the unlock kid is entering my body and that's it. You know what? Retire the hood. We're good. <laughs> let's wrap rubber bands around the hood and let's tie thy the rubber bands. So now we're wearing our Black Lives Matter rainbow hood now i i've ended the ku klux trans is ended (laughs) we've ended racism in all of soccer (laughs) this is the stupidest crap ever it truly is yeah it's it's nuts i mean that's crazy yeah um did you have something else you want to talk about i don't think so i i I don't i I think um, i'm good Did you want to talk about Boba Fett? Because uh, we can, yeah, more, we, more we, than we can. I heard he out. wasn't happy. Oh no, he was not happy about um, being sidelined in his own show by Din Jaren the Mandalorian. Let's now, talk about. Let's do it. Let's some old school Matrix and Road Show. John Matrix Road Rants. Yeah. First off, man. The Road book of Boba Fett. Wars. The book of Boba Fett was trash. I mean, The Mandalorian season three was trash, but still, The Mandalorian season three was better than that show. Oh yeah, I mean, light years, light years better. Boy, yeah. Book of Boba Fett was awful. It was bad. The only but two good episodes were the were Mandalorian, Mandalorian episodes. Yeah, but Boba Fett wasn't <laughs> even in the show. You're right. He didn't even show up. <laughs> Oh, look, Kathleen look here. Kennedy. Look here. Here we go. Boba Fett at, after Tamora Morrison reportedly takes issue with Din Jaren taking over the Book of Boba Fett series, says he was cut from The Mandalorian Season 3. 
Oh. Yeah. Remember, he was not in Mando season three. I kept waiting for him to show up. I, I thought, thought that he, I thought that he would show up. I thought I thought when they were spoiler alert, when the the Mandalorians were down there fighting Moff Gideon and everything, I'm like Boba Fett is about to roll in on the Slave One. <gasps> not Slave didn't, One. Didn't you didn't happen. go there, did you, Rhodes? Roll in on the Slave One and start wrecking shop and get out and start kicking everybody's ass. Wait a minute, Boba Fett's nowhere to be found this season. Yep. Where's Boba Fett at? <laughs> he got cut. Okay, now I now, now we know. He was actually in, uh, in Melbourne. This is what he said here. Um, if Bond in the comments would actually correct all that pop-up ads, man, losing my place here. But anyway, he said, quote, I was supposed to be in The Mandalorian Season 3, but nobody rang me. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for the phone call in New Zealand, waiting and wanting to give up. Not only did he reveal he was supposed to be um, supposed to appear in Mandalorian season three, but he also took issue with Din Jaren showing up in the book of Boba Fett and taking over that series. Quote, well, that Mando guy stole a few chapters of my book. He said, <laughs> <laughs> It was painful watching him turn up and some uh, black new lethal sword the dart saver. And the way he turned up in my book of Boba, he just destroyed everybody. He then asserted, I'm sure this guy is um, ruining my show, oh. but I couldn't say anything. I'm not the writer. So I have to uh, bear it, I guess. <laughs> he didn't like it. And you know, he was already critical of um, what they actually did to Boba. Right, right. They, they they pulled a Dwayne Wade cutting the nuts off scenario on him. They they neutered Boba Fett in his own show. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, Finnick I, Shan was Finnick Shan was pretty much the voice of reason. I guess you can say. I don't. I don't know. You're watching that show, and I kept thinking, why is Boba Fett just rolling over for everybody? And why Where's, does he? Why does he? Doesn't he never had it? had his helmet on really we're a long way from no disintegrations well with this boba fett you're not really worried about it are you you're not concerned with disintegrations because he ain't gonna do shit whatever you want to do that's fine hey there's some new guys rolling through town and some ryan johnson cycles rolling their little mopeds through the town oh yeah. god it was a terrible show the show somehow somehow some way lucasfilm managed to take two characters, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, which should have made for the easiest slam dunk of stories to tell. This is Boba Fett. You know what Boba Fett does? He hunts down dudes and he disintegrates them and brings them back for a bounty. And he's a bad mother effer and he kills yeah. everybody along the way. No. That can't that can't be what this show's about. We can't do that. Yeah. Let's have Boba Fett do non Boba Fett things. How you know, that'll turn know, out I, great. I had a bad feeling about that show when I heard the line in the trailer. I'm gonna rule with respect. I was like, that what? don't sound very Boba like to me. Right there. Yeah. I mean, and it's so far. It was so far removed from. 
that episode where he got his armor back, where he destroyed, man, he killed everyone. it in that Mando episode. Oh, you were like, holy shit, this is the Boba Fett that we hoped yeah. we would see all these years. And now I'm like, they ran some false advertising on our ass with that yeah. episode. I mean, they you gave know? us, they gave us like a banta. I was like, what? They actually put that in the show. And, oh, 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 but you cannot, you cannot overlook Lucasfilm's virtue signaling. Look how much we love and respect the Native American community. Look how much you can blatantly see it in our the way we've interpreted interpreted stand people on here. Boy, that there the native I, we've got I the utmost respect. Episodes. We've got the utmost respect for the sand people. You can see the indigenous tribes who, of the whoever sand said, people. Whoever said that the sand people were native to um to Tatooine? Uh, look, no, nobody whoever did. said that. Whoever said the sand people were nice? I yeah. seem to remember they tried to uh, spit roast uh, Luke Skywalker yeah. in A New Hope. I mean, they tried to, yeah, they definitely tried to make it seem like it was their planet. They're being invaded. What about the Jawas? Jawas are there. Yeah, I mean, I, it, we don't even know that the Jawas. The Jawas show up on other planets. We've seen boy, them on other planets. I tell you, boy, I hated those episodes. I hated we, them. John, you don't respect the Native American indigenous community known as the Tuscan Raiders. So, and you Luke, notice they don't call Luke, them sand people anymore either. You know is that is that is that we've never talked about so that? Is, is sand Luke, people is racist? Is that a thing? Let me ask you this: Is Lucasfilm saying that Native Americans are the equivalent to mindless sand people? Oh. A little backfire action on Lucasfilm. You racist sons of bitches. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I never, you know, I mean, I, I noticed it when I was watching it, but yeah, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh, wait, is it sand person? Is that right? Is that? No, let's just re retire sand people all together. We've already taken away the slave one. So let's, oh, you can't say slave one. Oh, yeah. heaven to. Mm -mm. I, I can't Ew. believe they actually tried to make it seem like the sand people were the nice people when the sand people, they're the ones that actually kidnapped Anakin's mother, tortured her, caused her to die. They're the ones that attacked Luke Skywalker, knocked him out, but. Thankfully, Obi-Wan Kenobi scared them away. They weren't good people. They were supposed to be ruthless. Yeah, yeah. it was ruthless. And, you know, no moral and value set that we know of. It just, yeah. Guess what? We rooted for Anakin in that scene, yeah. in that film. We yeah. did. We rooted for Anakin. Because think of this, man. If you were Anakin, you would have did the same thing, right? You would have slaughtered them all like animals, right? And not just the men, the women and the children, too. I hate them. That are, that's not a good Anakin impersonation, but still, that's what he said. <laughs> I knew it. That's it. That's it. Cancel Anakin Skywalker. He's a white male. He obviously cannot stand and hate the Native Americans known as the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. 
Look at all the death he brought upon the uh, Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, the in- the innocent Tuscan Raiders led by AOC. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that's probably going to end up wrapping up this show right here. Uh, oh shit! I, I, say, I knew it. It's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> uh, but before we, but before we wrap it up, just a quick reminder: uh, support us on locals. Uh, click the join button if you're watching right here on um, Rumble. Um, if you become a monthly supporter, get access to the Friday member streams, and it's actually going to be tomorrow at um, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we did post it in the chat. If you see the join button, just hey, just join us. If you want to support us um, on a monthly basis, hey, go ahead and do it. Live streams, and we have a lot of fun on those live streams. Really do. So, um, anything else, Rhodes? No, I think that's quite enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, guys. We'll see you guys on Monday. And uh, we'll be back on uh, YouTube, but um, we ain't streaming to YouTube. No. It's only going to be clips. There'll be clips on there, but that'll be it. That'll be it. I mean, our views of taint on the network oh, channel. I don't even want to think don't, about don't it. Even look don't, at even, it man. don't even look I, at I, it, man. Don't even look at it. I don't even want to. All I saw was a flat line. Look like the channel yeah, just You died. can even tell. It's like it's almost like <laughs> zero views. But, I mean, we're still oh. getting some views over there. So, peace. We're out. Till next time. Oh. AOC.